Okay, are you there, Peter? I am indeed. Okay, so here I am with Peter Schenkman of Harrow and all his other massive uh, empires that he's got going on. Um, so anyway, as I was mentioning to you, my clients are product launchers. Um, some of them have products, and I know that they would love to learn all the secrets to using social media to boost their sa product sales. So I'm sure most of my subscribers and listeners, you know, are Haro members, <laughs> and uh, I use it myself all the time and um, for my own PR placements, and it's awesome. Thank you so much for having that exist in the world. Um, and I use it to post stuff for my own blog posts and all kinds of things that I do too. So apart from using Haro to get noticed, what are some, you know, I know social media plays a huge part in today's media-driven world. So, oh, and I wanted to really mention too, I saw a video about you and I love your three big screens. That is so hot. <laughs> your place. My, you love my what? My wish? Your three big screens that you have going? Uh, I love my three big screens. That yeah, is wow, so hot. Like my three big screens. We should get married. Yeah. <laughs> is that, I mean, I was like, wow, that is awesome. <laughs> you yeah, guys, I'm yeah. like looking at my 13-inch laptop every day. Um, <laughs> I was like, I got this is the first next thing I got to change. That's what I'm going to figure out how to hook my nice. laptop up to my TV. Um, so, so for so let's kind of start at the beginning. So, for social media newbies, you know, I mean, what do you think are the best places for them to start as far as Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn? I don't even know if you think LinkedIn is worth it for product people. You know, like I'd what say really, you, I'd say it really depends on where your audience is. You know, if you're selling something that targets uh, teen girls, for instance. LinkedIn probably isn't your best bet, you know? But if you're doing something that targets, say, uh, people starting out in the workplace, you know, or people getting their first job or whatever, and, and people who post their resume, yeah, LinkedIn's perfect. So, you know, so that's like, about for instance, perfect like, for. like somebody who was doing laptop bags or something. Yeah, laptop bags might be great. Might put up, that sort of might be great for LinkedIn. It might be great for Facebook as well. There's a, you know, start, start thinking outside of your comfort zone, but really start thinking like your, like your customers. You might right. love Twitter. But if none of your Twitter, if none of your customers are on Twitter, well, it doesn't really make much sense to go on to Twitter. Sure. So you want to ask yourself, where are your customers, and what are they doing? Where are they right. sitting? And, and the best way to do that is just ask them. No one asks people anymore. It's so ridiculous with all this insight and all these ways to grab these people and hear what the hell they're doing. No one bothers to do it. It's so frustrating. So you're saying just like get on there and ask your customers where they hang out? Yeah, just shoot them an email. Shoot them all email and say, hey, what are your top three places to hang out online? That's a great point. Yeah, <laughs> no, that one today. <laughs> no one. No one. And then they, 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 they tell you there's thousands and are hanging out on Facebook. Gee, where do you want to advertise? Right. Awesome. I love that idea. All right, I'm getting on that myself. Everyone else can follow suit. <laughs> um, so I have a question about this. So you know, everyone talks about transparency and you know being transparent these days because everybody can see everything that's going on about you on the internet with the click of a button and all that stuff. So for those people who don't really know what that term means, can you talk a little bit about that and how it's relevant? Yeah, transparency just means being honest. Whatever the hell you're doing, just be honest about it. If you have a you know if your, if your system breaks, if you if you screw up, get out in front of the story. Transparency simply means being aware of what you're doing and being aware that if you try to hide something, it'll be found out. It, it's the classic. I, I, I compare it to me growing up. My mother, God, she must have had this pre-recorded pre autopilot. Peter, if you tell me what you did wrong, you'll be in a lot less trouble than if I have to find it out myself. <laughs> I think she knew you know, my what, mother. What mother didn't, right, I was going to say, what mother didn't say that? Like, that's one of the things they teach you in mom school. 
Right. You know, they teach you that, and they also teach you, you know, it, you, I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm just hurt. That one killed me. But yeah. you know, <laughs> the concept really is, you don't, you know, get in front of it and say, hey, you know what? We screwed up. Here's what we did. We're going to fix this. And and you do that, and and your audience will love you. They're like, yeah, they screwed up. Cool. All right. They, they're human too, but they got in front of it. They fixed the problem. Let's go on. That's transparency. So, so how how does that how do you think that relates to a product based company? Like I because I, I have my own product based companies too, and sometimes I find it hard to get the balance between being like salesy and then just being me. You know, like about uh, Jordan. I'll be honest, I'm, I'm on the advisory board for this company, but it's called uh, the Scott E vest. It's this great vest that you can wear when you're traveling. Oh, and, I, and, I know uh, that vest. Yeah. You know Scott vest? Yeah, I love yep. I love those vests. Um, like an extra, having an extra carry-on. But what he does is he actually, he actually has a webcam in his office, and he actually streams his day. You can go online and see what he's doing. Is he working on sales? Is he working on a new product? The only time he'll set it off or muted is when he's talking to his finances, but that's brilliant. That's just a great way for your audience to really connect with you, and you're saying, okay, well, you know, guys, here's what I do. And I'm just this one guy who lives in Iowa with six French poodles. What the hell are you six French poodles for? It's beyond me, but he's just sitting there and he's going, He's like, hey, here's my day. You know, I'm just a guy running a company. You know, glad you like my products. Here's what I do. I'm not some big outsourcer at China. I'm not some big, like, Nike. I'm just this guy running a company. You want to see what I'm doing? Here, check it out. And I try to do the same thing. I always tell people, hey, if you're in New York City, come by my office. My office is my apartment. But come by, I'll make you a cup of coffee. I have a tack of oats. It'll be somewhat decent coffee. And you can hang out and play with my obese cat. You know, I'm going to come visit you in May when I'm there. <laughs> come visit. Come hang out. Play with the obese cat. It's really more about being human. You know, I think... In terms of a small business, you people want to buy from companies that they see are real. They want to buy from companies that have a real person that they identify with. They, no one buys from corporations. Right. You, know, you buy a car from a corporation. You don't buy a small little item. I've yet to see a small business that makes cars. True. You know? Now, but, however, a small business might make uh, something that you put in the car, an accessory. Right. And if that company is online talking about what they're doing and why they think this is cool, that's a different world. Oh, I like that idea. I mean, I love, I love being able to, you know, it's funny because being, being a business owner, it just doesn't occur to you sometimes that people care what you're doing every day, all right. day long with your life because to you, it's just kind of what you, know you what? do in your sleep. They might not care every day all day. They might not care every day all day, but they might care when they have five minutes to kill. Sure. And they certainly care when they're about to make a purchase. Yeah, I totally get it. They're going to make a purchase from a big no-name company or from John. They're going to call John. He would, he's, oh, look at John. He's hanging out with his poodles. And so I so I guess this sort of like targets back to what I've heard you say before about like really creating word of mouth marketing and getting people to be evangelists for your business and kind of doing your PR for oh, you. Yeah, I mean social media has moved into this, into this world where it's no longer about doing your own PR, it's about getting someone else to do your PR for you. You get someone else to do your PR for you, and you are owning the space. You know, it's like the classic line. If I go to a bar and I see you there, and I tell you how great I am, and tell you to go home, like I'm awesome. You should come home with me. Let's have sex. You're gonna you're gonna throw your drink in my face. Right. If, I'm, if I'm there, if I'm at that bar just hanging out, and you, you're there with your best friend, your best friend you've known for 30 years, she sees me. She's oh my god, that's Peter Shankman. You guys should both talk. You're both together. You're both single. You can tell me. There's a good chance you're going home with me. That's PR. You know, that's, that's sort of the skill. That's what we want. We want other people to tell the world how great we are. Because um, those are the people we'll listen to. I, I, 90% of the things I buy, I buy because of the people recommend them. I, I totally agree. Same thing with me. You see something, you ask people where they got it, they start to blab about how great it is, and then pretty soon you're on their website buying the same thing for yourself. 
And also, like I said, as many times I've told that story, no one's ever gone up to me and said, oh, my God, my friend tells me how awesome you are, let's go have sex. That's never happened. <laughs> it's great in theory, not necessarily in practice for that specific point, but continue. <laughs> if I had a friend, a single friend in New York, I'd bring her to meet you at a bar. <laughs> Unfortunately, right now I don't. Maybe after I do all my not, gigs in New York, I'll meet a lot of single girls. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, should go, I should go on record. And, and I started telling that story when I was single. I actually do have a girlfriend now. Um, <clears throat> you know, nothing that should stop you from interviewing. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah. I do have a girlfriend now. Who, uh, I'm glad you have a girlfriend. Who's, who's friends that say, oh, my God, you know Peter Shankman, which I right. think is freaking weird. It's like I keep waiting for the rest of that sentence to be, yeah, you know Peter Stigman. I saw him on the post office wall the other day or something like that. You know? <laughs> He's on the most list. <laughs> yeah, really. So, so, um, so I mean, for one of the things that you said earlier, like asking your customers where they hang out online, like is that is that just something you can post like on your Facebook fan page? And like yeah, how, do, yeah. how do you work? Well, like, for, keep in mind, if you post on a Facebook fan page, you're only getting people on, who are answering on the Facebook fan page. Right, but you know, if you post it on your right, but then but like sometimes like most people have their Facebook link to you know automatically post on Twitter. Right. Um, I don't necessarily believe in doing that. Having Twitter it forward on Twitter. Same, yeah, they're not the same thing. They're used for different things. You want to use them for different things. So, so you would recommend not having Facebook forward to Twitter and just doing Yeah, I don't recommend that. They're, they're very much different. I just get on a bus, hence the reason I've just gotten quiet. Yeah, they're, they're different things. You know, Facebook is for posting uh, information. Twitter's for posting sort of right now information. There is a difference. Okay. So, okay, I, I'm down with that. I'm going to unconnect mine today. <laughs> Um, well, so so then, so you would end up posting different things then on your Facebook as far as like asking questions about where people hang out or what they're interested in seeing. Correct. Um, and do you think that people, um, when you talk about like letting people know what you're working on in your business, is that more of like a Facebook fan page post for the people yeah, who actually are page. fans? I mean, you can certainly you can certainly post on Twitter and say, hey, check this out. This cool news of the fan page. But yeah, you're going to want to post that um, really where you have the most audience and then drive people to that spot from other places. Oh, okay. I like that. Um, <laughs> I like that. And then and do you have any little tricks like on your fan page to convert people to be more active purchasers? Or is there is it really just doing the, the no like and trust factor as much as you can? No, you don't want to do tricks. Tricks, tricks you know, will push people away. You just want to be honest. You want to tell them what you have. Tell them why you think it'll work for them, and then then wait for them to give you their own opinion. All right, transparency is the word of the day. What do you think about blogs? Do you feel like blogs are still relevant? Oh God, yeah. I use I, I have two blogs that I update frequently. I have um, Shankman.com, which is my personal blog where I talk about the corporate world and PR and business things like that. And then I have um, I'm, I'm training for an Ironman uh, uh-huh, triathlon, cool. my first Ironman. So I have I have trainfatasstrain.com and. Uh, <laughs> And that's, yeah. uh, <laughs> Sorry, it's funny. <laughs> no, it is funny. I agree. Um, and do you do you like do you use network blogs to to post stuff that's relevant to different Facebook right. I pages? Post stuff of on, yours? On, I post stuff on my blog, and I have people. I link to it via Facebook and via Twitter and things like that. But yeah, I'm a big believer in blogs. Blogs are a great way to, to talk about your company and share share your thoughts. Yeah, um, I mean, don't make, I, it, I don't make so. it a sales pitch only, but you know, there are great ways. That I, the majority of my, my blogs are commenting on stuff in the industry and commenting on stuff in my life, and it's just a great way to drive people back to everything else I do. Mm-hmm. 
I, I totally agree. I just wanted to hear your opinion. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, I, can, I don't know what this thing is called because I'm kind of a little techno retardo. But um, what's it, you know, what, when you, when people, when you follow people on Twitter and you get that sometimes retarded automated thing like, thanks for following me. Yeah, auto-follow, don't do that. No, okay, that's, I hate those. I don't do it. I didn't know what it was called and I just wanted yeah, to. Yeah, never do that. If you do that, I'll kill you. Okay, well, because I, I think it's just like a big red sign that says follow me, I follow anybody kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it, it also says that you have no idea how to communicate one-on-one -on -one and that you're just treating everyone the same, and that's the worst possible thing you could do. That's what I thought. Okay, good. Phew, on the right track. Okay, so anyone who's got one, immediately stop it. Um, I saw in an interview that you did once that um, you said a tweet takes 2.7 seconds to read. Uh -huh. So how how do people, like how do you, is there like a formula for composing a tweet that people can easily read or react to? You know, kind of like an elevator pitch, there's a formula to that. So is there a tweet formula or is it just kind of willy-nilly? Learn to write. Learn to write. Learn to write. Learn to write well. Learn to write um, concisely. Learn to write so that people will want to read you. Is there is there a way that people? I mean, I guess you just kind of go at it and take see what kind of reaction you get from different styles of writing. Oh, take a class yeah. on copywriting. Just take a class. By all means. Um, that's a great idea. That. Uh, <laughs> um, how how often do you think somebody needs to interact back and forth on Twitter or Facebook? Like, do you have to respond to every mention no, on Twitter or every post? when things interest you. Okay, and you don't think it turns it, people don't get really turned off if you don't respond? Well, no, no, I'm I'm talking more about Facebook. I, I don't I very rarely respond to Twitter. What I do on Twitter is I tend to DM people, and if the conversation is interesting, I'll follow them, and then we can continue DMing. I don't want to waste everyone else's time. Right. Okay. I like that. Um, okay, but on Facebook, you don't really feel like you have to interact with everyone. Facebook doesn't matter. Because Facebook is not obtrusive. Facebook doesn't show up in your stream. You don't, you don't have everyone on Facebook saying, oh, you know, he's constantly talking to me. What the hell? Why is he bothering me with all these replies? Right. Okay. I get it. Um, so you often, you often, I've heard you mention a few times that you get up a half an hour early. I don't know what, half an hour earlier than what, but <laughs> that you work on your Facebook connections and like wish people happy birthday and all that kind of stuff, which I think is a really awesome idea and a great way to connect with everybody. I'll, you know, get yeah. connected with people because obviously they're going to remember you when things come up. But how, um, how do you connect? more with your fans on a personal level? Like, do you think it's a good idea to friend all your fans so that you could wish them happy birthday and make some other personal comments? I certainly don't think it can hurt. I, I think that I'm more about, I'm more about um, making people, uh, turning people into fans, having them as fans and communicating with them. And if they, you know, uh, what I'm hoping Facebook does, I'm hoping Facebook um, actually allows me to see the first days of my fans, not just my friends, because that would make it so much easier to communicate with these people. I have, you know, what, 15,000 or something fans um, that I can and I don't really know much about, so I'm hoping they add that stuff. Oh, so you can wish the happy birthday to the fans. That or would just, be awesome. just learn more about them, yeah. Right, I know. So, but, but in the meanwhile, while they don't have that feature... It, do you think it's a good idea to try to friend your fans so that you can? Not necessarily. No. Keep in mind, you only have five thousand friends. Fail. Oh, right. You only have five thousand friends that you can use. Right. You can have unlimited fans. 
Um, okay. <laughs> Ant question answered. Um, and um, so I have a couple more questions, and then, of course, anything else that you can add. So um, I heard you all, I, I've seen a lot of interviews with you and <laughs> listened to a lot of things over the years or whatever that you've said the last year and a half, really. So you mentioned um, in an interview that press releases were sort of passe. And I don't know if I heard you correctly, but that's what I heard. Is that is that what you feel? I'm sorry, I completely broke up. Say that one more time. That pr I heard you once say, and I don't know if this was if I heard you correctly, that press releases are sort of passe. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of them. So how how would would one go about communicating with people in a different way? Like, how do you reach all those people at once, like you can with a press release? You want to get who, like, your you want to get to your, um, basically, you just want to talk about um, who, uh, uh, use your words here. You want to talk about an audience that sort of, you know, when, when, when you're when you're on press release, you want to push out. Instead of pushing out a press release, go after the people, again, where they are. If you're looking at like, you're looking at like a, uh, if it's a social media campaign, you know, if you're pushing out a new product, you want to, you want to most of your people on social media, reach them through social media. You know, I, I, I'm, there, there are good reasons for press releases. There are bad reasons for press releases. It really, it really depends on, on what you're doing and why. Well, I mean, like, what if you have a product line and you wanted to reach, you know, ton, you know, whatever, ten thousand people through MarketWire, you know, journalists and editors or something? Yeah, is, I mean, it's just that, that, on, the same note, on the same note, if you're posting something interesting and people find it interesting, they'll talk about it. You know, so, so again, it's, it's one thing to issue a press release, but. You know, there are certainly other ways um, to do it as well. Instead of issuing a press release, why not just talk to your audience? You know, if you're issuing a press release and only three, three people in the audience read your press release, it's a waste of space. Of course. But, so, I mean, like, what if you're trying to get in a major magazine or get a big article written about you in the Wall Street Journal why or not something? Get in touch with, why not talk to the editor directly? Editors are so busy, they really don't have time to sit there and read 500 press releases a day looking for something interesting. Sure. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> and um, so if, for people who do use Harrow, like, do you have any tips? I mean, I know that, you know, you've got your five rules of Harrow and all that stuff, but for people who aren't, who haven't really pitched before, like, do you have some tips about what people... Shorter is better. Say? Shorter, 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 shorter. So sort of like the who, what, when, and that's it. Huh? Um and and what about people who put like a seven or eight line signature on things? Do you, what do you do? You think that yeah. anyone cares about like the eighty million? No one cares. Links? Okay. No one cares. Kind of what I thought too. Um, so what what other words of wisdom do you have for product launchers and and product women who create products to help them use social media? Know your audience, know where they are, and just have fun with it. All right. And really, that's the key. If you're doing something, it's because you love what you're doing. Make sure you have fun with it. All right, everybody hear that? Have fun with your product line. <laughs> hey, Peter, thank you so much for your time. I so appreciate it. And, My pleasure. Um, and I, I'm going to give you a call when I'm coming to New York in May. Sounds good. Please do. All right, we'll have a cup of coffee. Have a great day. Sounds good. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye.